All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome. Mike cannot be with us tonight, so he will be joining us next month. So I will attempt to lead us through the evening. Um, we can go around and do roll call. Um, Meredith Chamberland, co-chair here. Uh, Michelle Kirkby here. Neil Brown here. Carolyn Casey here. Bob Meany here. Robert Worth here. Tony Coffin Thomas here. Bill Warner here. Peter Michelson. I'm uh, I'm the replacement for Mather from the Warren Committee. So I was working with Neil a little bit before you. Well, thank you. Welcome. We're excited to have you. Thank you. Um, so our first agenda item for tonight, I don't know if people had time to look over the minutes from our November 1st meeting, which feels like a long time ago now. Um, and I don't know if anybody has any thoughts or... I did read them. And... I just, my name was spelled wrong. Uh. <laughs> I was Cumberlane, I think. So I don't know if we can just change it to Chamberlain. Other than that. Yeah. Okay. So we want a motion? Yeah. Okay. I'd make a motion that we approve the meeting. Minutes from November? Okay. Second. Second. Okay. So we're on. Michelle Kirkby, yes. Uh, Leo Brown, abstain. Carolyn Casey, yes. Bob Meany, yes. Robert Worth, yes. Tony Kaplan, yes. Bill Warner, yes. Uh, Peter Michelson, abstain. Meredith Chamberlain, yes. Do we have a minute? No. No. It's a we need eight. We need eight. Okay, so we'll vote on it next month. Yeah, just Good try. Yep. Yeah. I did try. Well, though. we made an attempt. Almost there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can get the name fixed before we bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So, short agenda, but I think probably lengthier discussions. Um, the first sure. agenda sure. item for tonight. Um, a demographic study. So obviously, um, Mike and I got an email from Dr. Marsden, um, was it right before break, I think? Yeah, so the middle of December, um, talking about maybe the importance of not just using um, the NASDAQ one that we get, but doing a deeper dive um, into the demographics to figure out our population for attending school and the upcoming years. And I just didn't know what your thoughts were on that. I would add that this was part of the um, at town meeting in 2022 when we were um, allotted the $250,000. There was an amendment made from the floor that specifically asked for um, an independent, comprehensive school enrollment and capacity analysis. So this goes in line with that ask um, and will also be utilized by any designer or architect that we decide to partner with, um, we'll be able to give them an additional data set to look at. Um, Did you have a company in mind or, or Jeff, did you have a company in mind for this? What do these generally cost? It's a great question. I don't know. Jeff, do you know? Um, you know, it depends on what the scope is, Tony, and I think if it's gonna be a broader scope, it's gonna be on just beyond enrollment, if it's gonna be looking at buildings and do almost a mini feasibility it's going to be a lot more specific whatever you folks want to do and what the scope of it you know um, i would think probably around five to ten thousand in that range 
I think that's a, that might be a little low, Jeff. I think oh, I'm just saying, just for enrollment. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so. I would I would recommend us, you know, under the circumstances with MSBA giving us the news that they did, I would recommend us doing a pretty comprehensive feasibility study out of what we've been allotted. Um, I don't think the voters um, are going to be able to stomach uh, the full, you know, the full project if they weren't able to stomach the last project. Um, they're not going to be stomach. They're not going to stomach a ninety million dollar project. It's just, it's just not going to be in the cards. So, uh, my recommendation is to really have a solid plan for our buildings for the next fifteen years, maybe even twenty, and that's uh, probably fifteen twenty five thousand dollars for that kind of study. And I think that's money well spent. Um, I've been uh, recently started working with Dighton Rehoboth, who's I just reviewed their feasibility study from fifteen years ago, and they've hit every benchmark. That's hit. That's happened in that district, um, on their buildings, and everything that's come to fruition that they said it would happen. So, you know, I think that that's something we should take into consideration, um, and I've seen it in other districts as well. So, you know, I think that as much as we're here for the Dale Street project, um, you know, a solid feasibility study that takes the, you know, sister buildings into consideration, I think, is is prudent. I'm just thinking between us and school committee as to whether a feasibility study, if you mean all buildings, is something that school committee. It'd be all like I recommend all buildings because we're sizing. We're trying to size a building project. Um, so the idea would be, and we went through this in the last round, uh, where we discussed if we built a three, um, three grade building, would it be possible? In the event that our enrollment dropped, that we close down one of our buildings and move into two buildings because it fit. I mean, it's the argument has always been that our projection numbers have been off. That's the argument that was made in the last building project. Um, so we had two different. Was it at least two, Jeff? How many different projections did we get? Uh, Nesdaq and MSBA. Yeah, yeah, we had two different. We asked MSBA to go back in that last round because they insist on using somebody. So we went to NASDAQ, which we always get, and we went to MSBA. So I would say in this round, why don't we do three? I mean, in this particular case, if it's not MSBA, but let's also look at our options. So the options were to be, in the event that our numbers shrink, which could happen. It's been known to happen. There are districts in Southern Massachusetts today where the numbers are down, like by 500, 600 students. So, you know, that's a whole building. So why maintain an entire building, administration for that building, um, custodians for that building, um, if we have the ability to size accordingly, we could go to four buildings if we had, if we wanted to. So I think the question on the table though for part two uh, around the demographic study is a little bit more around enrollment. And then I think sure. I'm, I'm with you on what you're saying. So that's what this would do. This would support whatever that kind of planning would be. But so I have several <coughs> different notes around, you would bring that enrollment in, but my thoughts were more as we look at uh, our MSBA reality and how we want to approach it, mm -hmm. um, I think we should be considering, and I talked to some people who work uh, in this space about hiring an architect or a designer that would start doing some of the feasibility work for us and be able to give us more real, realistic numbers and expectations around things like 
what an ad reno actually looks like, what a new building actually looks like, what does the cost of that look like, what does it look right, like right now to just get Dale up to code, what does it look like right now, um, you know, some of the uh, discussions on Facebook right now were around um, letting Dale go and adding a wing to Memorial and a wing to Wheelock. What does that actually look like? Is that something that would make sense for our town? Is that something that actually cost-wise would be an effective solution? Um, so my proposal was going to be more around like looking at hiring a designer and architect that would be able, we would be able to give them parameters around what we're looking for, but trying to contract with a neutral third party that would be able to give us a real picture on what we're looking at if MSBA is not involved in the picture. The other thing I would, um, I'd, I'd think through, and, and this is where I like, if Jeff, I don't know, like, from the expertise side, how we kind of bring this to, you know, a future meeting potentially, is just kind of order of operations. Um, so, like, in my mind, at some point, to get to a path forward, you kind of need, um, you know, this is what it looks like with MSBA. This is what it looks like without MSBA. Because you got people on both sides. You got people that say, no, we should wait because it's too much money to let it go. And you got people say, no, just go. We can't afford to wait. And like, the one thing I'm sensitive to is what we heard a lot last time is like, like, don't get too far down the path because MSBA could maybe just say, say, you're far enough without us, like you're out. And so like, like I would really like to, like to understand like, and maybe it is a meeting with the MSB. I don't know what the format of what the function is, how you get the information, but. Are you talking about the likelihood of being accepted into the program? Yeah. Five years. How do you know that? Yeah. Experience, past experience. But it, but we, 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 we got no we information we on that. I'm not going to give you information. I, um, I know. I know. I'm just telling you it's five years. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, no. I, th I, think, I think you need a complete, I think you need some form of comparison because you're going to need it either way. And so the question is, how do you how do you do that in a way that maintains your optionality? And so if if an initial you know enrollment projection doesn't like you know mess with the optionality in any way that helps us like okay good do it like no big deal. Um, but if all of a sudden you're involving you know designers and architects to start doing some of this and they say oh that could cross the line I'd say oh, like I'm not sure I'd want to do that I'd kind of want a little bit more information in terms of um, you know what the options are in terms of because I, I think like I, I think at the end of the day you can say like MSBA building 100 million bucks they're going to reverse 40 it's 60 net like do it alone it's 85 hey town you make the call whether you want to wait or not and whether you want to go get on the hamster wheel of saying like you know let's keep trying it year after year until we get there or if you you don't want to wait and you want to say let's go so like that's in my mind the, the kind of decision tree we got to get to at some point the question is how do you get there that's where i'm not i'm not an expert so i don't know well i think we could couple we could couple that feasibility study with you know uh, a town-wide you know temperament study as well right what's the what's the appetite to build a school and um you know the select board had some pretty interesting ways of like kind of preempting the that load onto the tax burden, right? Um, I think Gus and I was actually I thought it was a really actually good idea, right? Kind of preempting that it's gonna happen. Let's start taxing on it now, right? Let's put the vote in that we know for a some sum of money, let's say it's fifty million, 
let's borrow it now and put it in the bank and start paying on that right the second for whatever we need to do because we're borrowing yeah, at a different rate. I, yeah, I don't think it was borrowing money at this point, but it was yeah. it's kind of like, can you start, can you start essentially money. saving money at this point? Or yeah. saving, whichever the case. So sure. some of the architects and design firms will also do community engagement. And again, you would be bringing in a neutral third per party that's going to be, if you give them these parameters around, we'd like to get a better sense from our town around X, Y, and Z, they'll do some of these visioning sessions and things of that nature, and then be able to take that information along with us and whatever group they're working with in town to be able to say, again, these are the options that we see you have in front of you, right? And it can be as detailed or as not detailed as you want. But I guess I just feel like I agree with your decision tree 100%, but how we get there, I feel like there's still so much divide around where we're actually at that I don't know how we get there without being able to quantify some of these other options down below. So I'm a lot, like if, if, if somebody said like, hey, Bill, 100%, everything that Michelle just said, you do, MSBA is like, would be a line that shows forward progress and you guys would be thoughtful. I'd say, all right, let's go do it. I just want to make sure that we're like, we're not getting, we're not doing anything that would limit our optionality. Right, yeah. I mean, I mean, we, I mean, obviously, so, the, and the MSBA formula is based on a per site, like kind of emphasis, right? Let's say we do a feasibility study and we come up with a four building plan, right? Where, you know, we have pre-K to, Two, I don't know, Jeff. What was some of the stuff we've talked about? Pre K to two, and we make it, and then we have another building that's three to five. You know, another. Yeah, area. we looked at, at pre K K, um, a one two, and a three four five. That's one. I mean, we've had other. We've we've explored lots of options. Right. Um, so yes, the study that that's the idea of the study. The study could say, um, you know, maybe we change up what we're requesting from MSBA. Right? Maybe it's a reno. Or uh, you know, or a new build, right? But it's a new build in a different scenario where we're reducing overall overhead on the school district by reducing the number of buildings because the feasibility study said that the town is open to that and it's open to that idea, right? So, is everybody with like Jeff from your perspective that like, and I don't know, like you know, it sounds like from your guidance, like the MSAPA is not going to engage with you at all. Like, would you would like? Is there someone out there that would meet with us and say, hey, if I'm in your shoes, like, sure. here's what I would do. Yeah, totally. And like, and it's a little bit of <laughs> us putting our best foot forward to show the MSBA, hey, we're serious and moving forward. That we're was to do my thought. Right I, I was wondering if we could request a meeting, and I'm not quite sure mm -hmm. how you do it, and have, you know. Like, I'd love somebody to come talk to me. Like, exactly. Like, several, guys, several people there, if not to this group meeting, but maybe they wouldn't come to SBC. But we could have Jeff and, and the select person the record, would be here. Think. But they would go um, meet with you individually. But we need to ask these questions like, you know, were we a random put name numbers in a hat and we didn't get pulled? Is there something in our, either they don't think we're going to pass it or they don't like the project? Is it, what is it if they can tell us anything? Because going forward, how it's do It's because we, it failed. That's why we-, what, we, I, we know that's, exactly, I know that yes. you're, you're thought, but we don't have that from them, the form letter from them Said nothing like but, that. Of course, because they're not, they're just, I just, in my opinion, they're not going to put it in writing. And I've experienced it before. I went through it in another district where it yeah. failed at the, it failed at the vote. It sat for five years and then we got accepted again. And we had to go through the whole design process again. And they reimbursed that design process again, but it's only good for right. five years, right? Five years, that's their, that's their rule. Right. But so, that is something we, we yeah. can ask. 
Sure. And then yeah. if we get some information, we're just moving forward from a position of some knowledge about what to do to be prepared for the next round. And if they say, we're not going to say anything, then that's where we are. But I'm meeting, but with, meeting with them so individually. I think, Jeff, I think that's questions? like the, something that could be done, right? Some of the sure. members, what like I know, one, I know at least one who would meet with us individually. Yeah, I think they'd give you feedback. It wouldn't go on the record or put it in writing, but I think they'd give you feedback. I mean, I think right. the question is, you know, what can we do in the next six to eight months that puts us in a really great spot for next December? Right. right. Yeah, what I can agree. we do to show you that we're serious about this? Right. Because I have to tell you, Christine and I, we had our meeting in, in August. I felt really good about that meeting. Yeah, we both, we both said we were in. Yeah. We yeah. both felt thought we were in, you know, uh, yeah. based on that meeting. So there's, there's things that happen. Like, for instance, I looked at the list. There's a lot of high schools on that list. And I think we've always talked about if there's a lot of high schools on that list, they take all the money for, from elementary schools because mm -hmm. they're so expensive. So that's a consideration. But I think, you know, to Leo's point, I mean, there, there is some piece where um, they want to make sure that you are ready to roll because they don't want a two-time failure. They never want that. That's right. Like, I, I would put my best foot forward and say, hey, guys, let, let me explain to you what we've done since then. We formed a committee. We've met eight times. We were saving money in our taxes. We have, like, there would be a ballot for the town that you guys will obviously have. Um, you'll, you'll see how it, what happened to it because it'll be your ultimate decision next December will be past that. Um, these are all the actions we're taking now. Um, mm -hmm. We hope you understand our position that like the building can't last another five years, so we can't sit around and wait for five years. Right. So we have to kind of dual path this. We'd love to go with you. We want to understand like your perspective on like like how we do this effectively as to maintain our eligibility for the process while also you know making progress in case our hands are tied. And you know, just show like proactively show them, hey, we're trying to do everything the right way to potentially be part of the process next time. And we hope you understand that you continue that we need a, a, as a committee to continually evaluate like you know other options for a path forward. You can't well, get stuck. And I think mm -hmm. that's the point, you know, you know, the ask of the of Dr. Marston uh, to have that feasibility like study done. I think that's part of the fuel that you're asking for, like is showing that showing that we've spent that money to get data, you know, additional data about the community feeling, about what our options are. And I honestly think you've got to look at all the other options. Wheelock is not getting any younger every five years. I and mean, we're talking about Dale, which is beyond, you know, beyond its life. Wheelock is not far behind. Now, is Wheelock in the same condition? Absolutely not. But there's <clears> going to be decisions that we need to make as a town, um, be able to maintain those buildings for, you know, instructional capabilities. So, um, and having the numbers, you know, um, you know, you know, solid projection of numbers of what our capacity is going to be, and our program of studies and what we're going to do for our instructional program, and being make sure that our buildings can meet that, you know, <coughs> capacity, uh, is important. And showing that to the MSBA, like they were really impressed with our last, you know, our last program. So building on that, coming back and. Then cushioning it with more data that we have from our community and getting the pulse of the community. Clearly, we didn't have the, the stomach uh, or the, the vibe of the community about what they wanted to stomach financially, and you know, and we paid the price for it. So um, so this time around, I, I'm with you. Like all, Any and all options are on the table about making sure we can do it, including showing them we have backup plans, including do we need to add 10 portables to the Dale Street School. So, question. <clears throat> I'm going to guess that the answer, that my question is going to be out of the scope, but it seems from the survey that part of the process, part of the uh, questioning was, okay, if you leave Dale, 
what are you going to do with it? So if as part of this process, we decide to go to four buildings, I don't think the town will support us unless we can look in the eyes and tell them, and here's the plan for Dale. But I don't know that we can do a study out of this money on what other town departments might be able to make use of Dale or what we would do with it. It could be a subcommittee appointed by the... I'm just not sure if we could use the money in that. I mean, the, the, the other reason why I brought it up is that's what the town voted on. The town at town meeting voted on this group to put together a feasibility study, you know, based on uh, what they voted. I mean, I have the, the motion right here, and it, but I think that's an important piece. It's the school building committee for paying the cost of a feasibility study, including but not limited to independent comprehensive school enrollment. And capacity analysis, public outreach, obtaining soil, uh, soil boring, topographical studies, land surveys, wetland surveys, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's what the town voted on allocated this money for. So, I mean, I think that's under your purview to decide what you want to do. And it makes a lot of sense for the next X amount of months to start getting into this, I would think. But to Bill's point, you don't want to get too far ahead because NMSBA will, could possibly say, well, looks like you go on your own. That's why I just want, like, we have, we don't have forever, but we, you know, sometimes to work with. Like, I'd be inclined to get a meeting with the MSBA as soon as you can, mm -hmm. and then come back and report at the next usual meeting for this group. Say, this is what we heard. Let's get alignment on the cap flow rate and create a plan for the next, you know, six, seven months, whatever it is. And just start marching forward. I agree, but I think the starting point really is the demographic study. Yeah, I looked at the investigation. You really can't. I mean, that's really the first step. And that has to get done. Yeah. You're not going to get definitive answers from that meeting. They're just not going to give them to you. Because it's like being part of a school committee. We can't give you we can't give you definitive opinion of the school committee without going back to them and asking for it. We can give you, we're representing the school committee, but we can't say the school committee says. Well, I don't think that Bill's looking for a definitive. I think he's just looking for like having a meeting. Like, yeah, like, what's, like what's, what are we going to do that is going to possibly kick us out of the running or not do? But I, I don't think a demographic study would kick us out of anything. No, no it's going to help So I feel us. like maybe yeah. that, maybe we got to break this down into pieces. And, and the maybe person I talked to what... works with the NSA a lot, and they were the one that suggested we go down and talk and start talking to designers and architects and getting these high-level understandings of what it costs and what it looks like, because that's third-party, neutral third-party. Yeah. We can share with the public. Like, this is what it looks like to do your idea. This is what it looks like to do an ad reno. This is what it looks like to do a new build, right? And, and trying to get people to understand that we are evaluating these different things because that will be the other thing MSBA wants to look like. I mean, you said a minute ago that, I, I, pro that up to a certain point, MSBA really loved everything we were doing. But at the end, we voted the project down. So we also need to be showing that we're healing as a community and coming together as a community to get behind this project. Right, so I guess part of my thought was that if we can have these um, different, a little bit more concrete examples of what going on our own actually looks like, then that might help people be able to come together on some of the different options and where they actually stand and what they look like. Well, and I think to his point that the understanding of what, what the outcomes to all the buildings would be, right? So what are our options? I mean, let's do a broad set of options. Like, let's, say, let's pretend MSBA is not coming to the to the rescue for any of these projects. We still need to have a plan, no matter what. We can't wait for MSBA to the point of, 
five years, ten years. I mean, we can we can put band aids in that building forever and still occupy it. But at the end of the day, what is our real plan? And having a company come in and pace out a plan for all the ages of all of our buildings and what needs to be done to them, including the high school and the middle school, because 20 years from now, they're going to be ready too, right? And hope, you know, hopefully I won't be here, but, you know, I'll be on the beach somewhere maybe. <laughs> but um, they'll be, you know, you know, having those that, that plan will show MSBA and will show the voters in town that we actually have a solid, rock solid plan on all the buildings in the town. You know, at least the school buildings in this case. I'm a thousand percent aligned with that. Yeah. Like I want, to, I want to spend the money. I want to spend it once. I want to spend it right. Yeah, let's do it. I'm right. with you. And, yeah, and so talking MSBA right. is part of that too. Like, let's go all in. Let's, let's just say, look, let's do what. Even if it's one project with MSBA as part of that plan, because the feasibility study said, you know what, align with this. Maybe they say, renovate Memorial first, and expand it. So that you can occupy, get ready for this bubble of kids that are coming in. Because maybe the study says that. And then go back to MSBA again and renovate Wheelock and expand that one, you know, to this process. And there, there is a method to this, and it does work. And I think just focusing on one site, one building is we got we kind of got painted into a corner with it because that's what the MSBA structure is: is to put a feasibility study on that one site. But now we're not; we don't need to adhere to that. So why don't we take this opportunity? You know, get some bids from some companies like Michelle recommended. How does it work practically? Like do like we, we, we would write up an RFP, so yeah. then we gotta come back and vote on the RFP. Yeah. Vote, and then So we would have to I mean again the other thing we have to think about is like uh, you know it's interesting that we're starting in January in some cases. Assuming that we do want to continue to go forward with the MSBA, this would be kind of a parallel path a parallel path. But to your point we want to make sure that we're not jumping anything that um, upsets them and makes them the opposite, we want to make sure that it's looking like we're moving forward in a positive direction with the work that we're doing. Um, but knowing that the summertime is kind of a dead zone, I feel like we'd have to really be pushing forward from now to June to try to understand what our options are by June. So yes, we would be looking at how much, what information do we need to go forward? Then we would need to vote on the money that we'd be spending. And I guess we could say we only want to spend X amount of dollars, but this is what we're looking to obtain from this uh, independent third party, right? Whether that's, um, you know, the different op options with the buildings or just looking at Dale or all of the buildings, I think you could look at what we'd be asking there. I, I, I agree with you that we need to look at all the buildings. I worry a little that we have been tasked with Dale we, Street. We, so our task is not all yes. the buildings. Yeah, yes. but, but we could do elementary. We could do elementary. And Jeff, when do we have to send that letter in? April 12th. April. April. So we have now to April, right, essentially. So we have to close the scoping though, so maybe it's not the high school, but we have to look at the elementary programming because the if we're talking about whether it's a two grade or three grade school, you're still impacting the programming of the other buildings. So, and, and that was always the case when we were looking at it. So, but I agree with you, you we should back into when we're putting, we're gonna be putting in a letter and then with that letter, when do they, do they ask for supporting materials at a certain point, Jeff, or? Just no, it's just, I mean, it's the, the standard statement of interest that you need to So we up. could do the statement of interest, though, and then could we add supplemental materials if we got things back that said, like, we did it, you know, if we ask the architect or the designer firm to do visioning studies, and this is what came you back. You could outline it in the letter. Yeah, yeah I mean, they're very clear that 
if there's anything beyond what you put in the SOI, they need to know right away. Okay. Because that impacts. Like, for instance, when they spoke to Christine and I this summer, um, they said, if there's anything like, if you're going to change a grade level, if you're going to add another grade, you need to let us know right away because that impacts square footage, which costs more money. So they want to know. Is there any way to, this is going to sound crazy, to like provide MSBA with some assurance about this? Because if that's the real reason, that's the only reason, right? If that's the only reason that they're going to turn us down year after year, then providing them with some assurance, like I'm not saying that we could do like a, like a vote ahead of time, but like what if, what if we use like a survey to could. provide them with some assurance that like the, the votes are there, right? So like, not asking people to vote ahead of time, but really saying like, this is, these are the numbers, like these are the votes that we could potentially have based on a survey that we sent out. I mean, we got good results from that survey that we sent out. There was, there was great participation in it. So great participation. Would, like would it be possible with additional information yeah, from 15%? I mean, you know, in our or a possible town meeting. Um, some type of non-binding vote of interest would be a bigger yeah, way sure. to I show we, them. Or a vote on a survey, like it says, like if this was on the table, if we got the funding from MSBA, like I don't, I don't know the history of MSBA. I don't know how many um, projects that have been voted down that they've, you know, gone around and. Oh, it's been around for over twenty years. So but I don't know how many towns have voted no, and then. How sure. how long has it taken them, right? Like if we could Five look years. at that, right? <laughs> if we could actually have like examples sure. of that. Though, and like how many times has that happened? So we had talked about the select board about the, the pre-funding, and it's been back a long time ago. Um, that's a sure. In, in my point of view, that would be a sure. That, that is one of the single greatest things that you do to show the time right. behind it. That, that is a sure. Yeah. Right well, that's why I brought that yeah. up. I said as much as you know, quoting off, but doing a fifty million dollar vote because we know it's going to be at least fifty million. There's no, whether it's a renovation or not. You okay. You can't, you can't borrow money for a project that's not. That doesn't exist. Yeah. My other thing, though, like back to what Tony said earlier, is like, I still think we need the demographic study because we're talking about doing a feasibility study, but we need real, I think we need another look at the demographics because you want to do a feasibility study before we're talking about being sure on how many people we're talking about. Right. So can I, can I suggest a path? Like, so we can't get that study until, so... Someone that needs to write up an RFP. We need a, you know, then, need a spec for those. And then we need to come back and vote that yeah. we're aligned on it to then go authorize yep. the RFP for that. Right. Is that right? Quick. Like, I'm, I'm trying to go through how many meetings do we need to actually get somebody working. And do we need an RFP for the demographic study? No. Yes. Yes. Is it a certain money amount you have to get? Isn't there, yeah. Isn't there a limit to how much you still... services? So I think we need more, right? Yeah. yeah. Even though it's, it's low. It's low. I think you're going to need a written scope of work to make okay. it clear exactly what you're. Looking I mean, is at. it is it like a state con is it like a state contract? Uh, I'd have to look and see who's who's what's on there. Um, what's the is, what's the dollar amount? Is it like between ten 20, and fifty thousand? You're going to want three written quotations from so, from state 50. contractors. No, no. You you need to oh, issue the written. If they're on the state bid list, you can just choose them. If you want to cast a wider net, then you're going to gotcha. need a written up to fifty though. Yeah. Right. So we could vote. Like up to a dollar amount and write a spec. Is that what you're saying? Or today we could decide just write a specification. I would start with the specification first. Um, so somebody's gonna write a spec, then we gotta come back to another meeting and and authorize the spec and then authorize a dollar amount, or or we have to get the specs back and then uh, get the I would get the quotes back and then authorize the dollar amount. and then authorize and then I believe the bylaws that the selectmen have to the selectmen are gonna have to approve the contract. We don't have any awarding authority to do that, so we'll have to. 
Well, that's how we go. I get this movie. Yeah, we do. Yeah. At least. Well, and, it's and it's town meeting time for yeah. me, so. Um, if we could do a second meeting at the end of January, if we could have a draft RFP then. There's no reason why we can't do a five minute like Zoom call. Zoom call to just approve it. Like, sure, and then get it on the next school, uh, next uh, bus meetings. Well, actually, then just to get just, just to put get it on the, the street. Yeah, yeah just put on the street. I mean, and we have, and we want to solicit people to bid on it. We want to, we want to get it in front of people. Who, who's actually going to write the RFP? Is it Jeff, you and your team, or is it us? Or? <laughs> I was a little. I, written them, yes. I'm sort of thinking I'm about. Do you written them before? Yes, we've ever written them before. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like if he if he's already done something like this. Yeah, we could certainly do we that. Have a, we, we would just um, we would look at other RFPs and. But are we? There's kind of two ideas floating on here at the moment. Are we looking just? First, do the demographics so we can have another. N nobody can 100% tell us the future when they predict. It's a prediction. We just need to understand that with any of the Democrat, yeah. Democratic stuff. But so, are we are we looking just for that, and then we'll compare that to the other two that we have, and then see if there's similarities and where it's going, and then, based on that, think about a feasibility because if it isn't showing that the population is going to drop significantly, then we're not going to be moving down to four schools unless we want huge elementary, which is a whole other thing to put forward to the town and whether or not they want that. Um, so the feasibility could be just about Dale. You see what I mean? Like in terms of, it, I don't think feasibility should be about the middle school and high school at all. We are not charged with any of that. The school committee can do any of that, but we are not. Our charge is Dale. Um, and in looking at Dale, if we learned that the numbers were going to significantly drop, okay, it might be smart to look at Wheelock and Memorial. But at the moment, we don't have that data, but we might from <coughs> another person doing it. So I would say we start with the numbers and then look at those numbers. And then it makes more sense to think about what the feasibility would be about. We do have these numbers from NESDAQ. We do, right? but it's yeah, not a, looking at a, we'd be looking we'd at an end of third. third. Right, so, so we do still have numbers though, is my yeah. point. Like we're not- No, that's what I mean. We yeah. have some numbers. And then it would be, would the third one be similar uh, or different and significantly in what way, right? Yeah. Well, that's what we want to be specified. Like if everyone's gonna go back and look at the same data and give us, Two different interpretations. Uh, I, I mean, we went through this before. Right. Well, we that's went, what I we went through. This one of the issues that came yeah, up. Yeah, this is this is what right. we went through. This is one why of the issues was the. But this is this has been well, thirty years I've been in town. Is that you? People make predictions, and sometimes right. they hold out, and sometimes they don't. And it, it's just how it goes, and, right? And, so, and, the, and it's a different. It's, it's sweeping across. I my um, my job as a consultant. I work with school districts across the Commonwealth. And it is sweeping across. Numbers are all over the map from what they were predicted, right? So school buildings that were built to hold a thousand students have six hundred in them, and then elementary schools that were built to have six hundred in them have eight fifty. So it's a drastic issue across the board, you know, that there that shifting of population, and with the immigrant population coming into the state and how it's shifting how people are moving. It is, it's adjusting numbers all over. 
us, we're part of that Boston sprawl, right? So we've got a ton of young families that moved in. Even between the last vote and now, we all know that houses are turning over uh, and people coming in and having young, you know, young families. So we know that our elementary schools are going to be at least at what they are today. So, and that will confirm that with another study. But what's that look like over the next 15 years is hard to predict. So we're gonna be up against the same kind of question questions, but I guess that's why my point is to say, let's go beyond that planning and plan on what it looks like at each of our elementary buildings so that we can plan for whatever happens 15 years from now. But right. I think that's more of a school committee thing and not an us thing. Well, it just, it gets into the, like, but I mean, as a school, you know, we as talked about school this. Are, are we, are we going to do, are, like, are people going to be building a 500, 600 person elementary school? Like, yes. Well, we like, tried to that, buy, that, that, we that's tried a, to build That's a school committee question, not a, you know, not a building committee question, right? I hate, I, again, I, I was a freshman, I said, like, we're not going to do one of these. Like, well, it's a community question, too. You have to put the pros and cons out of, you know, a 400 kid building and 600 or 700. And, and I mean, it used to be that, and again, old information, but it used to be that people wanted small elementary schools. Mm -hmm. And now we see some of these big ones being built. Um, and, are, that's and, value engineering. And yeah, whether or not the parents, the community of Medfield wants that is an unknown because we haven't asked. Okay, I've never seen anybody who asked. So can, can, um, can, can I suggest like, like everybody's line that we need to start making progress mm -hmm. and we need, we, more, we need more data and more community we all kind of yes. align yeah. on that piece. Yes. Yep. Okay. Right. So that's that's point number one. Like point number two is then brackets into two. Like, all right, how do we go start to do that? And what's the scope that we want to adhere to? Right. And it seems like it's from just simple demographic studies at the low end to a more full fledged kind of feasibility studies at more at the higher end. It seems like you you need A to get to B, so we should just go start with A now. Um, and then in parallel, it's kind of like, you know, what are the ground rules? Like, I don't know this area. Maybe, maybe you guys, if you guys feel like that, though, we know the ground rules in terms of what we can do, what we can and where the line is like, okay, I'll, like, I just don't know it. I just want somebody to tell them to me. The people I've spoken to that have worked with the MSBA have suggested <laughs> that other towns have done, uh, uh, contracted with, uh, an architect or a designer to start doing the preliminary work for the feasibility study. It's after that that they don't want you to go past. Um, so again, I agree with you that we should probably get someone from the MSBA to verify that, mm -hmm. but I feel like I've spoken to enough people that have worked with other towns that that has not been an, an issue. And after a no vote, that's something they've gone and done, right? Um, we have so no come, come, back, come back, so like proceed like, with the expedience to go put the RFP together to get the demographics going. At least we get a ball rolling, right? Mm -hmm. Jeff, once we get that, we can come back, have a quick meeting, everybody can review it, we can align. In the meantime, in parallel, reach out to the MSBA, see if we get some time, you know, to have a meeting, figure out how we can get some vision of the ground rules so we can all get aligned on that. I don't mean and to then, be a stick in the mug in this, but I would really like to see how those numbers are being quantified, because I want to know how they're differentiating from the other numbers we're getting. Right, so that I, makes sense. I, I was honestly, oh, who we hired. yeah, exactly. I really want to know because forgive me, like, I've been down this road, I had 300 hours plus in the last building project in this for, for Medfield, 
And so I don't want to come back with the same numbers that we always had and pay another $10,000, $15,000 for it. I really, want, I really want a solid lens on what we're measuring on houses for sale, a number of bedrooms, number of bedrooms for sale, sales of those bedrooms, who's filling those bedrooms, we'll building an projects at the, at the hospital. We said an RFP, then we see the proposals. We want to do it based on the right? But it could be the numbers come back some more. Yeah, I know. I mean, they could be, right? We also have to listen to No, I just want to, I'd love to have a formula, you know, something I could throw into ChatGPT and come back with too, you know? Yeah, I mean, you can, you can, request what you want and how deep you want them to go and when you look at I mean, that's what we're the people who come in to yeah. interview about it or give us their RFPs or whatever we can say who looks like they're really going to thoroughly look at those pieces and all the pieces you can look at to help you predict and, and I'll, side with, I'll, I'll back with Michelle you know Michelle's done that homework with you know we have no shortage of people that live in this town that work on MSBA projects and we know that right so there are people in this town who do MSBA projects every single day, that's their job. So we have those resources that could tell us and guide us on who to talk to and what to talk about and what the next step should be. I do, I just think if we're gonna like try to, there was major disagreement with the last vote. It divided mm -hmm. this town. Yep. Pulling on people we know, or you know this person, or I know this person, like I think transparency, third party, yep. have a formal meeting. The more we do, I knew this person, I talked to that person, that's not gonna establish trust. It wouldn't establish trust in me, to be honest. So I think we need to like, this came up, it was a big issue. The third set of numbers on the RFPs and we decide what we're gonna move forward. Maybe they're similar, that will then validate the other ones. Or if it doesn't, then we're in a different part. And then we can go forward with that feasibility. And then once we have the numbers, that can open the door to say like, are we just looking at Dale? Do we need to try to figure out what we're doing here? Because I well, think we just need to, we have to reestablish trust. The demographic study I won't think, be just Dale. I mean, it's going to look at the right whole thing. exactly, but I'm just saying like those pieces of information will help inform where we're going from there instead of us hypothesizing or guessing or like I want to try to be as they people need an outside source to come in and and guide some of this work, and so I think like. We're all appointed or got to this committee in a different way, but we are trying to represent the townspeople, both the people that voted or, or had our opinions on the first ones and the people that didn't. We have to listen and take in all of their concerns and thoughts. So I just think, I think, Bill, like your plan just makes a ton of sense to me because then we're tackling it. Maybe it's not as fast as we want, but I also don't want to rush it just to get it done because yeah, then we're going to be yeah. in the same yeah, spot. Yeah, like, 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 I'm like, as we go forward, a multiple mo we'll come up with a uh, plan that gets us like as far as we can up the line without mm -hmm. going over to get as much information as, as possible. Um, so I'm just, I'm just trying to figure out what we can do in parallel. Yeah. And so I know new, but what budget do we, do we have enough budget allocated? We've used zero of 250,000. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have the money. So. Oh, okay. We've made some wires. And obviously the 50 bucks, maybe. I mean, beyond the 500, but we've used zero. You bought some magnets, you bought some things. How much of those magnets? So how long, Jeff, do you have any idea, like, we pick who's going to do the demographic study. Do you know how long that would take? 
when we get to that. Let's say we do the RFPs, we get the proposal, we pick somebody, they do it. Once it's, we if assign. It's just demographic, I would say like a month, month and a half. Okay. It's just that. Okay. If we expand the scope to do, you know, different feasibility of different buildings or whatever, then that would obviously increase it. Okay. I mean, I think to Michelle's point about having uh, designers and architects, they're the ones that are probably going to bid on this anyway because mm -hmm. they have folks, they have demographers in their, on their staff, they have uh, people that do the visioning on their staff, so they might want to try to get in at that point to see what the, you know, get in the mm -hmm. town and do that. Um, or we might just get, there's some companies that just do strictly demographic studies in school districts and towns. So um, we can write it the way we want to write it to see whether we get more people and, you know, cast a wider net. We'll have to, you know, we'll look at that when we start looking at the, at the data. You know, right on the Jeff, how much time do you think you need to, to write? I know, so, I know I mean, how busy you are. It's crazy. I mean, Seven forty-five PM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I was just thinking in terms of maybe Mary could schedule a, another meeting for us in January, and I just yeah. want to give you enough time. But I also want to think about not waiting till February. Jeff, and, if you have a boilerplate, I don't mind. I don't mind doing a once-over with it with you. And yeah, Mike. I don't have one right now, so I have to. I, have I to can go hunt. I can hunt one as well. <laughs> I have them for bus companies and other stuff. I don't have them for that, so I have to. Do um, no, but I, I, I think I can probably get one for this particular feasibility type that we can use. Yeah, okay. I'll try. I just texted someone. So let me see if I can get that. I mean, on the 31st, we could do it the 31st, only because we have the public hearing um, uh, on our budget on the 25th that week. Um, right, so that's a, that's a busy... You know, we could probably... Oh, you know, we could... No, we could... Um, we yeah, could school do committee does. Public yeah. hearing. Um, we could probably get it done the week of the 15th, by the week of the 15th. If you guys get really? it on the 17th, we'll have it done. We'll have a draft done by then. What do you think about that, Marius? I'm just looking at my basketball pitching schedule. Um, why, why don't you connect with Mike and just get yeah. alignment? And then we can just, like, that, why don't we just aim to, like, for. The people who got no, So two no weeks later, no more than an hour meeting. Well, so people should put tentatively. You can't do the seventeenth. I can't. Seventeenth or the eighteenth. How about the twenty fourth? I love the. I can do the twenty second, the twenty third. Are we talking about a Zoom meeting? Like a five minute Zoom meeting? Yeah, we can do a Zoom. If it's going to be sixteen, could it be an eight? It could be. It could be any time, right? It's not going to get seven. It's just me. The week of the sixteenth is really bad for me. I have something every single night for basketball. Um. At nine a.m. I work. <laughs> I can't. I get it. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we we could have Mike here, but if you want to be here, then we could move it to yeah. the next week. You don't necessarily. Can anybody do the twenty second, the twenty third, and like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday of the but, week of January twenty second? Twenty. We have we have quorum is the question to, to vote. Right. right. We need so seven we seven to run the meeting and eight to vote. Yeah. Yeah. We have we have eight. We, we wouldn't be vote. We wouldn't be voting until the following meeting, right? This would just be to. Would we be voting at this meeting? Or no, would we, we would be vote because it has to go to the selectmen if they're going to vote it. Okay. So what, you would we do it on the, the week of the 16th and it goes to selectmen the following week. Is there yeah, I wouldn't worry about the selectmen because you don't need to worry about them until, until after. we have the vote after. Right. It's it's oh. So don't worry about yeah. them for now. Oh. Is the 24th yeah. work? I just think it's late. I can do the 24th. We definitely need the vote to have to get the RP out. If yes. you want to review it, yes. Yeah, we should at definitely as a group vote on it. Mm -hmm. You could establish a subcommittee to review that if you want to. And put it out. That is true. 
We could do it. We could do that. I feel like with our first money vote, we should be tough. Well, with the volume money vote until the proposals come back. Because I just want to push out the week of the sixteenth is you know is is optimal so that you can get it out the door. If you want, if you want it for the April letter, yeah, let's do wait, wait, let's do this. What if we tentatively all put down seventeenth because that works for Jeff, can, and can then people do six month. instead of seven. Six yeah, o'clock sure. on the seventeenth. Yeah, I can pull yeah. off six. I can all right, let's put let's put it just tentative. Seventeenth. Yeah, and then um, Meredith will be talking to Mike. Yep. And if this works, and we like it, we get a chance to look at it, and then we can vote it. At least it moves it along. Yeah. Right? Are we doing a Zoom meeting, or are we coming in person? I just do a Zoom meeting. Yeah. You're making this item, and I would. And that's the only agenda item. I'll be on the other side of the planet, so you I'll be zooming be. in. Okay. It'll be in the middle of the night for you? No, it'll be tomorrow afternoon around 2 o'clock. Oh, okay. It'll it's be like when we met him last year. I thinking, right. he's not near us. No, he isn't. No, hopefully it'll be about 80 and 2 in the afternoon and no yeah. earthquakes. That'd be fun. <laughs> no earthquakes would be a big one. Oh, uh, it's like one every time you get out. All right, so at 6 p.m. on the 17th, we'll do a Zoom. We, we need to have eight people yeah. for the vote. vote, so... It's six, not seven. Six. Yeah. Sorry. Six. Yes, six p.m. SBC, but a Zoom. Can you circulate the RFP prior to? Yeah. 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 So yeah. could someone vote? Just like I'll send an email. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't. So I'll, can't I'll, my goal will be to get you on the fifteenth. Okay. Get on Monday. Yeah. Tony, you can't make the. I can't make that day. No, I have a meeting from five thirty to seven. Yeah. That's right. If, if, you don't you, have, if yeah. he posted it, no, you can't vote like not at the meeting. But right. if Jeff posted it, and then could you call someone if you had any concerns? You could, yeah, you could call Mike or Meredith and give feedback. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and just That's say, fine. you know, looks great. I looked at it, but or there's something here we should talk about it. Okay. Would that be okay? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Sure. So who, who we're missing Mike tonight? Who else are we missing tonight? Teresa. Teresa. Oh, Teresa. And, and the new John Messina. Okay, so there's three three more people we have to make sure. Yeah. And if Mike gets back to me, I'll let you know if he can make it. Okay. I text him. Yeah. Okay. All right. So All do right. we discuss the scope of this RFP? We're just doing demographic. That <laughs> yes, we'll start with that. As he's starting to work on it, I want to make yeah, sure. And that will that. be quicker, right? So we'll get uh -huh. that response and then we'll know where to go from there. Yes. Can we map out timeline stuff, though? Just because I feel like that's like my concern is time, right? So if we do all of this and we get it out uh, after our January meeting, we would anticipate bids coming back when? How long do you want to give? Two weeks for the bid? Three weeks for the bid? Two Two. So we so would have bids not, back. It's not an extensive. No, it's not, just right? demographics and, yeah. Yeah. and people have to yeah, do it. So, so we would be selecting our vendor slash person on our February meeting. Yeah, in the February. February. Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. And then they would be getting us our information by March, mid-March. Maybe near the end of March. Maybe end of March. But end yeah. of March. Mm -hmm. And so then what are, what are we doing after that? 
then we're looking at it to find out what we learned, if it, everything's the same or there's changes, and if it's very different, then when we think about the feasibility piece, we now have all this information put into what we really want in feasibility. Okay. If it's gonna look like the numbers aren't gonna change, it's gonna be, you know, 400, 400, 400, then, you know, the feasibility we might do might center more on just Dale Street, which actually is our past, but if it was super different, then we might say, you know what, to do Dale Street, we actually need to do these pieces. Right, yeah. I would come. I come back and overlap them too, right? I would come back as part as part of the February meeting, review the responses, and get that piece of work going. And then also, like at that point, hopefully we have clarity from the MSBA on where what the ground rules are. Okay. So I would say immediately, yeah, like the you know our our P part two is, you know, Medfield School Building Committee is the process committee enrollment study is their path to building a new school. We're now looking to you know build a you know, community engagement plan and also a feasibility study. And, what it doesn't address though is the the option of what happens to Dale Street if Dale Street gets abandoned. So, you know that was that the question. That's a huge question thing. that came up as part of that survey. It's a huge question that came up as part of it. I know I now know why Parks and Rec didn't really participate in that process as much as we asked them to. You know in the past, you know as part of meeting a facility. Um, but Dale Street, you know, what happens to Dale Street? What are the rules around Dale Street? There's all kinds of land rules because that land was deeded to the town with certain stipulations of what it can be used for. And then whether or not the school maintains ownership of it because it is owned by school committee in that sense and not in, as a subset of the town. So there's a lot of options to go into that. And I think that that needs to be addressed as well in order for the town, if, the, if the, one of the options, and it could come out of this process, but I just want to have it on the radar that we need to have some sort of input or third party to merit this point, some third party input on what could be done with, you know, the Dale Street facility if it's to, if one of the options is to build a, a completely new building and another site, what happens to Dale Street? And what, what's that possible? So, so, so what we say, so it's part of the February meeting, like people should come with you know, their thoughts and concerns of like what items they want to see addressed as part of a part two with, and as part of a feasibility study so that can be then incorporated into you know, the preparation of the statement of work as it goes out. But if that's, it, it, could, it could be separate. separate. I mean, it could yeah. be a yeah, so separate that's what item. I want to do. I want to understand if we're waiting, if we're waiting, because that's how I feel, we're waiting until April to get this other data set back. What can we be doing in parallel to get there? Because at the end of the day, it's one of two things. The, the numbers either match yep. or they don't, right? <laughs> like, so if the numbers match, there should still be a like umbrella that we know we're working under. If the numbers don't match, that's a different umbrella. And I, I think we can still be having conversations. If they match, then the data that we collected and did in the last projects apply, right? The same options is still there. I just want to make sure we're not, I just want to make sure we're being mindful of our time and we are starting to push those balls in the direction that we need to so that it, we are helping get as many as much of the community on board with what we're doing so that if we get the opportunity to be an MSBA, we are ready and good to go and we're showing them that we're there. That's my thoughts. Yeah. So the other piece would be meeting with the MSBA and seeing if we get any information to help us. So if we can get that meeting done before I think we should nominate someone to meet with them as their point. That's, that's what I was going to say. Well, can, uh, maybe I suggest you and Mike like, put your heads together with Jeff yeah. and see what it takes to get on the calendar. And then yeah. like, I'm happy to participate if, if you guys want to take it. But it would be great to have Jeff, you know, one or two members from this committee, 
Yes. Um, and, and to say, you know, Christine or somebody else from the administration or the, or the school district. Like, how about you make that happen? How about a select person just to present that as a town we are united on this whole thing? Agreed. I can't speak for them. No, but I mean, talk to them. yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, um, we could have you, it was Peter, right? Right. Or um, if Steve wanted to come because he's done number work, if Steve Callian wanted to come, you know, to this meeting with the MSBA since he's doing the, he's been doing the big finance thing, or Steve would probably be more than willing because he's a very he always strives to be helpful. I'm hearing the numbers of the people in this meeting go up and up. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking it's two, two or three people. Two or three times, yeah. Meet with the, the MSBA yeah. is the way to go. If they take the meeting, I'm. Uh, what has been most. I'm brand new to this, so I should mostly just shut up. But um, it was sobering to me to hear Jeff and Christine said we had this meeting in whatever it was June or July, and we thought things were going looking great and we were going good. Yes. So I'm a little wondering maybe we'll find out some really useful, good stuff from meeting with the MSBA now, but they may give us a rah rah pep talk, and it may be worth you know the paper. This you know one sheet of this paper. It, I, I don't know what that'll be worth. Um, maybe it'll be worth a lot. I know it's a shot. It's a, just a we're shot. Just and a try shot. To but see. I, you know, since we're taking a shot, I'm thinking two or three people meet with the MSBA, see if they'll give us any useful, meaningful information. Yeah, you don't want to pepper them with questions. You want to get the feedback. So take right. the questions, give them to them. The less people, two, three tops, and have one, one talker. One talker and have the other ones listen. And I think I agree. I think one of the selectmen uh, should be there. I just Select want to look person. If it's if it's ending, if they're thinking we're not united and still divisive, I want to look united and the more yep. different representatives, that's what I'm thinking about, looks united. That's like we all really care about this. We all really want a school. You know, that's that's where I'm coming from. Not like a lot of people talking and a lot of questions, but just even if those people are quiet, that they're all there and they care enough to mm -hmm. be there. That's yeah, absolutely. That's what yeah. I'm thinking. Okay. okay. I'll connect with Mike. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll connect with Jeff. And, yeah. Okay. We'll try um, to get that done before you. The so. communication subcommittee mm -hmm. is meeting Monday, and I just wondered if there's anything, if there's anything in particular that. Um, you would want us because we before we heard that the MSBA was a no, we were working on a fact sheet with uh, the ten top questions we've been asked in the last few months, and especially at Medfield Day, and we were making you know here's the questions people keep asking, here are the answers, and we we're going to put that on the website, and then hand it out if there was ever an opportunity to hand it out. So we can finish that, um, and then put that up. But I also wondered if there's anything in particular, now that we're in this new place, that you wanted us to sort of just begin to talk about, if I can put that on the agenda. Has the communication subcommittee discussed other avenues of communication? Right, so right now it's email, right? <coughs> Have we looked at yeah. other? It's, a, it's the website and the emails we all shared for the survey, but what we've been actually talking on and, and focusing on were uh, doing community forums, uh, and we do one that we were aiming for end of January or February, and we take a week and we do it maybe like a Thursday night and a Saturday morning, and then you would know two months later we'd do it again and get the community to understand that we're going to do these 
forums, you're welcome to come. Um, and we record it, so you can just look at it if you don't want to come, but get people in the habit of thinking, oh, we're getting these updates in these forums, and I'm going to try to make the next one. Or my neighbor went, and my neighbor said, you know, it was helpful. So that is, we're spending a lot of time discussing that and focusing on that. Um, it, again, with the thinking that we were going to get in the program. Um, yeah, and it's really like, what are you going to tell them at this point? Like, Mike could just, Mike and Meredith could disagree. Like, I wouldn't put those questions out 
there. Oh, for the FAQ. Oh, I see yeah. what you're saying. So I mean, why yeah. don't we so, do this? Why don't you have your subcommittee? You guys said you're meeting on Monday. Yes. Mm-hmm. So why don't you have your meeting on Monday? We can make this a formal agenda item because I just feel like we're getting really deep into a topic that we didn't say we were talking about tonight. Um, so why don't you have your meeting? We can add it to February 7th. We've spit out some ideas here. You guys can come back to us and let us know, and then we can jump into. Because as you said, we don't have a ton to update at this current moment, so we have a little bit of time of how we want other avenues to look in terms of giving out information. We did um, discuss toward the beginning of always putting update from the communications subcommittee on each agenda. Okay. Yeah, so and it's, it was supposed okay. to be there, so I, I'm sorry. I was thinking it was there because it's always supposed to be there. No, that's okay. Um, but yes, so... And we can bring you the, the questions at the next meeting and we, you can see what we picked in the answers because we all agree we wanted all of us to look at this before we posted sure. it. But we'll also, oh, we will discuss social media uh, possibilities yeah. and avenues and work on that it's, too. A, it's an unfortunate truth, but that is how information gets out. Facebook is yeah. midfield. And it's just another one, opportunity to get ahead of it right now, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Wow. No matter whether it's negative feedback, as long as it's feedback, that means that the word is getting out there. Mm -hmm. Don't pay attention to the comments. Don't pay attention to the negative stuff. Like this, just just turn it off, right? Just Mm -hmm. let just let it go. Let people talk about it. As long as they're talking about it, it just keeps it in front in the forefront of their mind that it's a need in the town and it's something that has to be done, whether they agree with it or not. So. So I'm looking at our agenda. We sort of blended item two and three together. I feel like. Um, and it made sense about the demographic study and then the MSB discussion, but are there other thoughts on our next steps? I know we have three things that were, well, four things really that we've decided tonight, at least from what I've heard, but please add. Number one, getting a meeting um, with MSBA with a small group. Number two, getting the RFP for a demographic study. Number three, getting that meeting hopefully on the 17th to vote on the RFP. And then also hopefully have the answers by then so I can add that as an agenda item if we want to get another RFP for feasibility. Just add it to the agenda anyway. Does so that, that make sense? Yeah. Do we have other things we want to talk about about not getting into the program? Do we feel like uh, we've covered? I don't know what it was called, but it was the idea that Steve originally presented when he presented us with that like great um, education it was, plan. Yeah, what was it? It was like uh, Marshfield or one of one of the other towns. I think it was like a town okay. closer to the Cape. They're doing like that savings plan, right? Like that. Mm-hmm. It was Hingham. I don't know what he called it. was Hingham. Hingham. Okay, yeah. thank you. So Hingham was doing this. They were like proposing this savings plan, right? Where they were going to do. I mean, I think that that's. They got in. They voted. A great. It was a huge. It was a huge. Oh, plan. they voted into. It's a $130 million elementary school. Yeah. I mean, that's. That's not a bad avenue, in my opinion. Like, if, if we could, if we could explore, and I know that's not something that we would do necessarily, but I think learning more about it. Let's let Robert finish before we all go. No, I think just like learning more about it, right? I know that like that is a little bit outside of our purview, right? That that falls more into like. But I think it's kind of warrant. happening, right? Can you comment on that from the warrant committee? Yeah, it's my understanding. It's going to be presented. At yeah, town the town meeting. meeting. Okay. Yeah. There's going to be a proposal to set aside. I think it was like creating a mutual fund to to set us to build up a pot of money. Fact, I mean, given the ultimate scope of this project, I mean, we might talk about raising over the next four years maybe 
four to five million dollars was the number Steve was talking about. It might get to be a little bit more than that. I think it's a great idea, by the way. Everybody on the Warren Committee was quite supportive of the proposal of starting to set aside money to create a kitty to pay for this project down the road. Um, but but it's not like $50 million. Really no, but it's, I, but but I it's, think it's an amazing, I think it's, I, I commend the Warren Commission since I've been here in town, that was my 10th year, the, um, you know, the facility funding fund that was voted in, what, the one million every year, that, that is awesome, right? Those are projects that need to be done. It's money that's set aside to maintain the buildings that generally some towns, I mean, they they scramble to go do it. And that's it's just great forethought. So I think it's a it's a uh, great start no matter what happens. And everybody on the ward committee, well, I shouldn't yeah. speak for everybody. It was my <laughs> sense that certainly we had a vote and it certainly passed. I don't recall negative votes on it. Everybody was quite supportive. Steve made a very good presentation about it. And so hopefully, but it, it, you know, we the ward committee can't do that on our own. It has to be voted on the town meeting. Mm -hmm. So it'll come up. We believe this. Eight, four, whatever the day is, and hopefully it gets started after that. Was Hingham planning on using that to like fund their entire project or their what? Um, they had to. It was an expensive project, and they had an override for operating budget that this year too. It was one of my clients this year. That's how. So that must have been a pretty big tax hike then. A huge, yeah. It was four. Yeah, huge. and a new superintendent. She was a brand new superintendent. That's how I was there because <coughs> I was helping uh, the onboarding side mm -hmm. of it. And both those votes came up, and they passed both. I was, it was pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's it, the building. Yeah, it's. You think Dale's bad, but <laughs> this, building, this building was rough. Um, but at the same time, it, it definitely needed. And they have a growth. They have they have growth, so they needed the space as well. So they were busting up the seams, and um, and they did an operating budget vote there as well. So was that. How many years did it take them to save for a project? I don't know how long that savings plan has been going on. Okay, so there's a savings plan. I mean, think of it as like, it just well, I thought of it, this is the analogy that was presented that resonated with me. You're saving to build up your down payment or the money that you go to the bank and they say, we want you to put down 10%. We won't have 10%, but that's the idea. We, we're saving, putting money into a mutual fund or a bank account towards some initial payment. When it comes time to build the school, we go to the bond market and we float a bond, a municipal bond for, I'll throw out $75 million because I'm a wild-eyed optimist, for $75 million. And, you know, and then we go into the bond market, they give us the money and we pay that back over the next 20 odd years. So that's, so. What it does do though, I would say, Rob, what it does do though, is that because we're already paying in this, let's say it's $100 per household, right? Um, and then instead of right now, if we were to do the whole 75 right now, let's say it's gonna be 700 per household. Instead of, a, we're gonna do 100 now, and maybe we do another 100 next year, right? And that's only 200. So instead of going to ask for 700 all at one time, you're only asking for five. So really at, that, that, at that point, you're actually only asking for 450 because you already saved money, so. Sure, right, whatever the case, and so you're, so the idea is like you're you're kind of easing people into the number, whereas the original vote we were saying, okay, it's going to be whatever it was, average six fifty or whatever it was. Instead of doing that and having that sticker shock, you're lowering the sticker shock. 
essentially. Right, somewhat. Yeah. But the other thing I would say is for whatever group of people does down the road meet with the MSPA, I think they can take this kind of a, an approach as a real sign of good faith mm -hmm. that we are setting aside money now, we're committed to finding a way to get a new school done, and we're putting our money where our mouth is, we're trying to do something about it. So I, I that's not to say that I think, that's not to say that I know that that will have an enormous impact on the MSBA, but it would be nice if it did. I think it does. I think it says that we're already putting money, that no one has to come, and they know what that means too. They know that that's right. shock price. And it's, it's a real thing, you know, when you know, people on fixed incomes and you see another thousand dollars coming out of or six hundred, seven hundred dollars coming out of your going into property taxes on top of whatever the value increase in evaluation, you know, and the two and a half percent. So, you know, it does go up. Beardsley, isn't this SBC tasked to deal with Dale, replace or renovate? There is a permanent building committee tasked with overall town needs, 15 plus years, etc. There's no real question, I don't think. Just a comment. Um, okay. Chris McHugh Potts, SBC would benefit from learning about Wellesley's process for its MSBA and non MSBA elementary school projects underway right now and the fundamental steps it took for one year to determine its path. Wellesley did both a comprehensive demographic enrollment study as well as a facility assessment study and on all school buildings. Wellesley also conducted a significant number of community meetings to gather input to help guide its ultimate school building plan. A key question to ask the community, would you be willing to spend five million extra for a school project that is built in the right place that fits the character of the town and meets educa educational needs of students? Even Wellesley will attest that all of its demographic data collected from its enrollment consultants was only minimally helpful. What was most important was to have a school committee that made policy position statements regarding building size, grade size, class size, and other educational positions. There's no question. And one architect's opinion will not be a neutral independent stance. Also, Chris McHugh Potts, when we went through the MSBA process last time, MSBA had 16 people under its purview versus three from Medfield. To rate potential architect firms, how would the SBC hire that independent architect? What criteria would be used? Not all firms do both new and add renovations. It would help the SBC to truly understand all the ways that MSBA ties district hands and how much it slows down a project. This isn't saying it's not worth pursuing MSBA, just that all need to be careful what we wish for. At the end of the day, based on Wellesley Info, the cost difference between its MSBA and non-MSBA project per square foot is a lot less than one might expect, i.e. single-digit versus double-digit savings. Just something to consider. Yes, people are cost sensitive, but cost was only one thing that influenced the failed vote. Okay, I don't think there are any questions in any of that. Nope. So, do we have a motion to adjourn? Motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. Second. All right. Uh,
Bob Bonner, right? Sure. Yeah. Right. Mayor of the Chamberland. Yeah. Is there a... uh, Michelle Kirkby, yes. Leo Brown, yes. Aaron Casey, yes. Bob Meany, yes. Robert Worth, yes. Tony Cotton, Tony, yes. Bob Warner, yes. <clears throat> Peter Rydelson, yes. Good night, folks. Woo!